It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm talking to John on our Monday night chat, which I enjoy. And I'm like, uh, John, so what are you hearing? John has this email group. And I ask if, uh, if he would like for some of our listeners to join. And it's kind of an elitist group. So he said no. And um, so I said, what, what do you what do you hear? And that's uh, weird in your little email group um, that, that you have going. And, and two of the things that he brought up were, were kind of strange to me and doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're a good football coach or not. But one was about the point spread and the other was about appearance. Josh Heupel is not going to show up at a tuxedo anytime soon. Um, the point spread Tennessee did not cover against Vanderbilt ever since John may not know this ever since I sold programs and made 20 cents a program as a 12 year old left on my own in the middle of uh, a Neyland stadium crowd. Uh, I would still remember people walking out and saying that eh, point spread. They didn't cover. I didn't know what it meant at the time, but it is a factor. So let me ask you, I'm going to start with Caleb, then we'll get to John. Let's go point spread first. Should the coaches care about that whatsoever? Uh, I remind you, Apex Apparel, design brand market your way. Call Tyler, unique products to promote your business with unparalleled customer service. The link is right down below. Promote your business. What do you think? Should you care about the point spread at all if you're the head coach, Caleb? Yes, and it's not the coach's fault. It's the way college football is set up because it's the only sport where they care about style points. And I think I think style points are stupid. I think it is dangerous. I mean, it's the whole reason that Tyrone Prothrow got a career-ending injury at Alabama. And it's the whole reason Philip Fulmer, to his credit, complained about it with the BCS back in the day with margin of victory and would get so frustrated having to leave his starters in late in games when Tennessee was in the title race. So, yeah, they should care about the spread. Because it's going to be a factor in style points. Now, starting next year, look, the, if you're the SEC, the Big Ten, all you got to do is win the conference and you're going to get a first-round bye. So just winning it doesn't matter about style points. But if you're trying to jockey for a good seed or just even get to the playoff, you're one of that those three or four teams that are kind of for that 12-8 to eight spot, 12-7 to seven spot in the playoff, yes, style points is going to be a thing. So you're going to have even more coaches caring about it next year. And I think because of that, yeah, unfortunately, they have to care about the spread and they have to care about it because of the way college football set up. 
Don't, the only reason I would care about it is going back to 2001, and Caleb might be able to help me. I think Tennessee was like a 14-and-a-half point or 17-and-a-half point dog at Florida to go to the SEC championship. I'd bring it up as a motivational tool, but am I going to tack on a touchdown to make my gambling uh, group of my fan base feel a little bit better? No, I'm not. Would you? Are you asking me or Caleb? You. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be crazy about that, but if there were, don't look at it as you're winning money for fans, uh, but you're kind of winning over fans when I don't care what uh, about a coach's appearance or about, uh, whether he covers, but what happens with fans when things, when you're winning all the time, when you're a championship level coach. None of that's nobody's criticizing you for that. But when things when things go askew and you aren't doing as well, people will bring up things they didn't like, didn't like the way he dressed, didn't like his appearance. Oh, yeah. And there were all those bets I lost because he didn't cover. And with Philip Fulmer, it was what the hand clap. Remember when we yeah, look like a giant seal out there. So <laughs> I, I think. Uh, I do think in in the big picture that matters. Uh, but also, Caleb brings up a good point. Josh Heupel likes scoring points, and he likes gaining yards. And so you see him try these field goals at the end of the game to tack on a few more points. That said, fans are conscious of that. He, he doesn't have any problem piling up points on an inferior opponent. But then he gets down there at the end of the game and he puts in Gavin Moore. I, I mean, instead of letting Nico finish a drive. Uh, and a lot of people look at that as costing them money. Since the coach cares about scoring as many points as he can, yet he turns around and does that, they see that as inconsistent. But uh, also, the point spread is a measuring stick of how a team's doing. You say, okay, team won the game, check. Covered the point spread. Oddsmaker said it was only a 24-point favorite, so it won by 27. So that is seen, and I think it seeps into the consciousness of these people on the selection committee. That qualifies as a good win. You beat an inferior opponent. You did what you were supposed to do. You won the game, and you did even more than the oddsmakers thought you would. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
We had a question. I'm curious what our uh, current class ranking is. It's a, it's been about 10 and it's hung tight about 10. And I think Tennessee needs to be pushing on five uh, in the, in their recruiting before the end of the season. But um, you're, you're more of a gambler than me, Caleb. Um, so people you run with, you know, that seedy character, a bunch of gamblers throwing dice in the corner, uh, making Michael Jordan look like and the nun of gambling, all those guys you run with. Uh, do, are they upset when Josh Heupel just wins but doesn't cover? Yes. Yes. And there's a <laughs> lot of times. There are a lot of times, guys, I got to be honest, when you watch games where coaches honestly make decisions to cover and you're thinking, did they do that because they actually bet on the spread themselves? Ouch. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, but Jimbo Fisher's for, here's a funny one. Jimbo Fisher's first year at Texas A&M, um, years ago, they were playing Clemson and this is Clemson at the height of their run. Clemson, Texas A&M was down 24 to seven game was over. It was like 15 seconds left in the fourth quarter clocks running down. There are 14 point underdogs. They're down by 17. Jimbo Fisher calls a timeout with like five seconds left and then throws a touchdown. And I'm like, oh, Jimbo Fisher just wanted to make sure he covered the spread as a 17, as a 14 point dog and only lose by 10. It was so obvious he wanted to cover that spread. We never forget that. But I thanked him because I had money on Texas A&M covering. So I wasn't complaining. <laughs> Portions of the program brought to you by Chattanooga Morgan Mortgage. Congratulations. Your home search just got easier. Buying a home in Chattanooga has never been easier with Chattanooga Mortgage. Go to chatmortgage.com, chatmortgage.com. Be pre-approved. The other email that John got that I found very curious and that was um josh heupel's appearance listen i don't think i have any room to talk um i'm i'm a reporter i've shown up in a t-shirt to practice uh, i think that's part of the great part about being a reporter uh, i've definitely dressed at a lower level than josh heupel in public press conference situations but i'm not the one in front of the camera so the appearance of josh heupel is it's a little ill kip little kip some might call it sloppy do you think that really matters uh john or is that just people finding things not to like about josh heupel because tennessee was eight and four instead of ten and two well i've been hearing that all season um the, okay uh, the common line is dressed like a, looks like a homeless person uh so and in fact i was hearing that for the first time he was hired let's go back to jeremy pruitt I mean, he didn't get, he didn't look as though he was getting ready to attend the coronation of a queen. He was, uh, he wore that long white shirt that looked like a smock, like he was getting ready to butcher a cow or something. So, uh, so fans were critical of him too. But in all, I don't care what a coach looks like. I think a coach, he, he needs to win games. That's what I, that's what I think matters. I don't care about that stuff, but fans do. And I think if you're winning all the time, so what? But if things don't go as well, that's something people will really harp on. It was just like Jeremy Pruitt's grammar. That was worse than his attire. If Jeremy, if Jeremy Pruitt had been successful, uh, people wouldn't have cared much about a, uh, much about, uh, his grammar. I mean, we're supposed to be hillbillies here in Tennessee anyway. So who cares about somebody's grammar? <laughs> and and I wouldn't have cared. I, I wouldn't have cared either. Uh, I just think, you know, mainly a coach has to win. If a coach doesn't win, 
then people look for things to find wrong with him. And you get, you'll hear more and more of that. And covering the spread is one of those, or not covering it. And personal appearance is another. So, Caleb, should he change anything? Not, no no, no more pullover. I, By the way, I love our message board. Uh, Mead Drinker says Dana Holgerson looked like he just got out of the bar before a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always yeah. does. And there's one person on here that maybe have had, has had a lunch beer on a Friday before a West Virginia coach was maybe going to recruit that afternoon. Maybe that person is me. So, yes, they're a little bit different wherever Dana Holgerson is. That person's not in coaching. And uh, this, um, I think, is a great point. And I thought of it last night. Just being picky, Bill Belichick isn't a famous diva either. He's not dressing at a high level. So Yeah, and he, he wears a hoodie. And then on top of that, let's not forget Al Golden wearing a tie for Miami. How'd that work out for Miami over the course of five years? Um, also... Joe Paterno wore a little sweater and a tie and he looked so distinguished. And uh, what he was doing was not very distinguished at Penn state. Ouch. All right, John, do you want to touch that? Or do you want to move on to football IQ? Ha, touch. <laughs> <Sorry>. oh. <laughs> I didn't Sorry. need to do that. 